Hey, everybody. It is Jacqueline Kitzman and a full studio of people today. For you all, it has been a week since the last episode, and for us, it has now been one whole minute. Uh, This week, I have Brian's wife, who you heard last week, Steffi. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to get to talk to you, too, because I don't think I've ever pulled a tarot card with you before. You haven't. Have you ever pulled a tarot card before? Um, I don't think I've ever pulled one, but I remember it was... The summer before I moved to America, I'm, I'm from Sweden, for, for y'all who don't She's know She's waving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, the summer before I moved to America, my good friend's brother, who was studying psychology, was learning about tarot and how it's used in psychology. So yeah. he did a reading for me. That's so great. So I've had a reading done, but I've never like pulled a card, I don't think. That doesn't matter. That's great. I love that you have that experience because it's, he was probably studying like Jungian psychology. Um, guessing. Tarot yeah. is like a great tool for self-analysis. Um, and is actually like when I, when we were really kicking it, like doing Awakened Fool, which was like my free tarot community school, we were like, we would um, collect money um, donated for the workbooks I made and Simon made. And then we would buy decks for people that needed them and didn't have them. Mm. Because it is so good for mental health purposes. But you're from, again, Sweden. 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 Um, Sweden. So you're also really familiar with runes. Like, seeing you've seen them. I've seen them. I can <laughs> sort of read some of them. Uh, like, if it's, like, on a rune stone, I can kind of pick out, like, the Norse and, like, the Swedish from it. But I don't know. Like, if I throw runes, I have no idea what that means. Me either. I don't I do not do runes. Gabriel does. But it's really cool. So we all play a game together, um, like, called Betrayal Legacy. And part of the game is that there's this helm. The helm is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A, helm. That's our chant. We have to say that every time we say helm. And on the helm is a bunch of runic thingies. Again, I don't read them. And Gabe was like, oh, that's this. And Steffi goes, no. That's blah, blah, blah. I don't remember. But I was crying. I was like, oh, my God. Steffi is like, you. I was like, Gabe, you just made runes. But Steffi is from the runes. <laughs> <laughs> Steffi has Vikings in her. One percent. 1%. 1%. You said that so proudly. I'm a child it. of immigrants. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. So, yeah. So, I've been really excited to, like, talk to you about this because you just kind of like I mean and also I just have to tell you guys Steffi is the nicest human I've ever met in my life like I constantly every time I like hang out with you I'm just like she just gets nicer she's like a marshmallow peep I don't know how it's (laughs) (laughs) you're so sweet oh thank you so okay I want to know like what is what was your I asked your husband this last week but I know you had a reading, like, done, and it was, like, with somebody studying psychology with it, but what is your perception of Terebin? Because I know, like, you know me that reads, and Ian reads, too, who is our other best friend, and he was on episode three of the podcast with the Empress. Mm. I think it was episode three. So, yeah, what, like, tell me about your perception of tarot, and, you know, just from being around me and Ian and also listening to your husband on this podcast for, like, (laughs) 30 minutes, 12 Um, minutes ago. Well, let me think. I feel like... Tarot, to me, I think I, I always thought about it as, like, a different form of spirituality. Like, I know some people are very in tune to astrology, and I felt like tarot kind of fell into that kind of, like, other t- sort of spirituality. Um, yeah. And then I also, like, associate it with, like, people reading fortunes and, like, you know, the crystal ball and, like, you know, yeah. spooky kind of stuff, too. I love that. I love the spooky stuff. I do both. I do psychology and I do the spooky stuff. Mm. Love the spooky stuff. Very nice. All right. Do you want to pull a card? And how much money do you want to put down that we get a swords that Brian wanted <laughs> so badly? 
<laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what we what we get. All right, drum roll while I while I <laughs> are you gonna th- hit your cheeks too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, smart the headphones. Okay, here we go. Here's your card. <laughs> it is the Six of Pentacles. Ooh. Okay, y'all, we have been in sixes for three weeks now. We are very obviously six six six. six, six, six. Satan, Ooh. get out! Everyone, <laughs> shut the whole thing down. <laughs> so. Fun fact, and I want to throw this in because after Brian's episode ended, I was like, oh shit, I should have mentioned that the six relates to the lover's card in the major arcana. But good news, you're here and you got a six, so I'll just say it now. Uh, The six relates to the lover's card in the major arcana, which is, fun fact, that's the card, the year that I'm in. My birth year is a lover's year. So I'm very excited about this card and that that we get to like talk about another six. Cool. Um, This is also pentacles, and pentacles, so we've talked about swords. Yes. And we've talked about wands. <laughs> Listen, I've never met anyone whose favorite suit is the suit of swords, except Brian <laughs> over here. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Um, which is very cool. Uh, but Pentacles is, and actually, uh, I love the suit of Pentacles. I aspire to be a more Pentacles person, but I am very much not. Pentacles is very earthy. It's your body. It's your environment, your community. It is all of the things that you want but haven't been able to see because we've been in quarantine. Uh, (laughs) It is earth itself. Um, It can talk about, a lot of people will translate the suit as specifically just money or finances or work, and it can come up with that, Mm. but it's not really the heart and soul of this suit. It's so much more about um, body and how we're interacting with the other people in environment and community Mm. around us, and also like our relationship to material things. So... We kind of go through cups and wands and swords, and that's all this kind of internal work. And then in the pentacles, we bring it all out into this. Okay. Okay. So knowing that, and that six, again, is heartfelt action and relates to the lover's card of the major arcana, just looking at this card, and again, we're using the Smith right away, um, the classical version of that, the classical classic, I don't know, they're both They're both words. They both fit grammatically. I'm fine. Um, knowing that, knowing about sixes and knowing about pentacles and looking at the picture of this card, which is a human and they have scales in one hand and they are pouring coins into a beggar's hand with another beggar right at their foot. What do you think this card means? Like, what do you feel when you look at it? I mean, my immediate thought is generosity because this this guy is giving his money to the beggars. Um, Yeah. And then the scale, I'm like, is he trying to, like, create balance for the people, you know, between the rich and the poor? Maybe he's like a like a bougie Robin Hood. Steffi, I don't allow people to bring their notes into these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're, like, you're, like, textbook right on point with this card. Uh, yeah, that's what this is. This is <laughs> podcast over. Gabe, shut it down. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's what this card is. It's about, like, giving and service and community and balance Mm. and making sure that you're giving as much as you're getting. It's talking about the transactional action of what we give and what we receive, Mm. right? And it's also talking about this kind of connection we have to what we give and to what we give and how we're giving it or to what we have or what we're lacking. Or um, a lot of times I look at this card and it talks to me about kind of a symbiotic relationship between you and somebody else or you and a different aspect of you or you or what you're doing. Mm. Um, And the two of pentacles, which I know this is not the card we pulled, 
but as a person and they are juggling pentacles and they have an infinity sign around the two things. And it's talking about this kind of like balancing act mm-hmm. of juggling things. And if you look at the the pentacles in the way that the scale is, it, <laughs> it none of you can, but Steffi can, it <laughs> looks almost like an out of balance scale oh. in the two of pentacles. And here we have a scale and the scale is balanced. So in what this card is kind of referring to, it's kind of a nod back to that. Now that these things are balanced, this things that you want, this thing that you're going for and yourself, mm-hmm. now how do you help balance that for others? How mm. do you give back thoughts? Ooh, um, I mean, I feel like the the two beggars, they have like cloaks on them. Mm-hmm. And like one of them has a green cloak and the other one has a yellow kind of beige-ish cloak and I feel like yeah. those are kind of very grounding things so it could be like give back to where you came from yeah it is it is a total reminder about the fact that we are all completely equal that we all came from the same motherfucking dirt the stardust we're all from the same thing and it's so it's talking about this idea of making things equal for everybody it's almost it's a very um i would say this card is very democratic socialist this card is bernie sanders <laughs> this, <laughs> this episode is an endorsement for bernie sanders uh listen this card is really 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 special to me um because one it is just a gorgeous concept of putting our money in places that help others. Mm-hmm. Money is transactional. This card is a huge reminder of that. Right. That where we, are we shopping local right now? Or are we giving, like, not to say I'm guilty of shopping Amazon too for things that I've needed, right? But mm-hmm. I try very, very hard, very often to shop local, especially right now when our local economy is so bad and small business is not doing well, yeah. to put my money where, you know, it's going to be helpful to my community. And this card is like that. It's give back to your earth, give back to your community, give back to the people who are giving to you. And, you know, also Nashville got a huge reminder of this yeah. um, March 3rd after mm-hmm. the tornado. And you were like, you some so when I think about you, you are like such a good example of this card too, <laughs> just because you constantly are like you came into my house to do a favor for me to be on my podcast and you brought banana bread like (laughs) (laughs) you're helping me out too i bake too much (laughs) oh my gosh but it's like you're just like the nicest most generous person and at the same time like that what you do inspires people to want to be that back Mm. it is such an inspiration after our friend laura was in that tornado and she lost her house and you guys remember laura from an earlier episode of this podcast um, and we talked about the Four of Pentacles. Um, you know, in the Four of Pentacles and the Six of Pentacles, they're both kind of this opposite thing. It's like balancing yourself. And then once you're balanced yourself, you give back. But mm-hmm. you actually, like, texted me and you were like, what is Laura's address and what is her number? And I'm bringing her baked goods and she's vegan? And I was like, <laughs> yes, okay, you got it. You got it, Steffi. <laughs> and you were there, like, no question. And you had met her one, like, what, two days prior? Because you, when you helped me in Gabe Move. Yeah. That was it. And that's just the kind of soul you have. And this is like such a perfect, like it's such a perfect card for you <laughs> because it is genuinely like the essence and heart of this card. Mm. Love it. That's I so nice. love it. It's a really special card. And also I want to talk to you about something because, okay, okay this is really fun because um, I can't talk to my husband about this because he didn't go to church. But you went to church. You go to church. I do, yes. <laughs> so I grew up in church, and my grandpa was a pastor, and my dad, well, he went to seminary school, and he preached. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I've kind of grown away from a lot of the religiosity mm-hmm. of the, the kind of like the yuckier, like more pious aspects of things. But a story that's always really stuck with me, and I wanna I wanna hear your opinion on this, is the parable of um, Jesus when he's telling the parable of the man who gave a thousand coins to tithe to the church and the woman who only gave one. Mm. And I've talked about this story a couple different times on this podcast, but it's one that really like hits me. So the story is that Jesus is witnessing a man come forward and you know, they're really big on tithing to the church. And the man gives, he's so rich, he gives like 300 something coins. I don't know. I don't know how much he gave. He gave so many coins to the, into this pot. And he's just like standing there and he's like, I'm so great. I've given so much money. I, everyone, <laughs> I, be like me. Um, <laughs> and then this woman comes up and she's very poor and she gives one coin, right? <laughs> and the man is like, ha ha ha, your penny. How does it compare to my many, many coins? And Jesus is like, bro, you have, like, like what you gave was, like, a drop in the bucket. You have mm. so much more. This doesn't mean anything. Right. And what she gave is literally her last penny. Right. And so it's talking about, when we're talking about balance, it's not talking about the equal of something materialistically. It's talking about the heart, the equ- yeah. like, the heart of equality. And I want to know about mm-hmm. your thoughts on that. Yeah, because she's giving when it's costing her something. Like, it's a sacrifice for her, and it's, you know, believing that, like, it's going to bring fruit and it's going to provide. And she's just putting all her faith in this one coin. And I think that's what's so beautiful about it. And that's like the entire meaning of this card too. Like what you just said in the way that you said it is specifically the way that I read this card. Wow. Yeah. Because I really don't have any experience with tarot. (laughs) No, she's lying. She literally has a notebook she's staring at and like checking (laughs) off. (laughs) No. um, But I do love that it's very like self- um, like, it's a lot of self-discovery, and it's kind of like you get to, like, look into yourself kind of when when you're reading stuff, so. Yeah, it is. Tarot and is I always eternal. I really internal. knew that. Like, I, I really thought it was about, like, reading fortunes and, like, predicting your future. And then when I met you, like, I feel like you taught me that it's so big. Like, it's so much bigger than that. It, listen, I thought the same thing before I got tarot. Like, I was like, okay, I'm, not, I'm just going to, like. I'm going to be really spooky and, like, read some future. But it isn't – it's nothing – I mean, like, well, that can be an aspect of tarot. It's so much more, like, you pull it and it's, like, where's your – like, what have you been doing with your money? Have you been giving back? What are you doing with your community? Have you been giving back? How are your friends? Are you reaching out? Are you feeling out of balance in some way? Like, this card can also come up a lot when you're just not feeling – right yeah because giving is never easy I feel like too like it's something that like like finance especially now is very tricky but I feel like when you like give wholeheartedly like it always comes back in some way or another it absolutely does you know I I like to describe money as a very very basic literal form of transactional energy that we do with humans all of the time Mm. um where we put our money where it goes like i think people kind of have this feeling of oh my god if i spend this money then i'm never going to get more money so we kind of hoard it and we Mm -hmm. kind of like create this imbalance right within ourselves but money is also just energy like i would freely give anybody a hug or you know i would freely sit down and talk to somebody but why don't i why don't i do that with my money because we've placed some sort of like fake construct value on a what is literally a shitty piece of paper Hmm. um it doesn't make any sense so when you're putting money somewhere and you're giving it to places that you believe in and you're giving it to people that have worked really hard for their business like you're putting back into the economy and that money is coming back to you Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the same thing. Like, this card is also, like, this 
amazing reminder that you are not separate from the concept of money. Mm -hmm. And if you are not separate from the concept of money, that really kind of puts a responsibility on us to, like, really pay attention to where we are putting that energy with ourselves and others. Yeah. Which is another, like, kind of, like, aspect of this card where I literally, like, three hours ago said, oh, free people, (laughs) send me another... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> message that they have a do- uh, the dress I want is $78. Um, don't worry, I didn't buy it yet. <laughs> no, I love I love this card. And I want to know, like, okay, so things right now just kind of energetically all around us are really, I mean, let's not, like, they su- it sucks. Everything <laughs> super sucks. So I want to hear, and y'all, you can let me know if this is too personal and Gabe can cut it out, but how are you... Like, in a time that is really hard to, like, be balanced and be, like, on center, how are you, especially with, like, not being able to reach out to your community? Because you're an extrovert. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to hear. an extrovert. <laughs> I want to hear about your experience kind of in the realm of this card. Because as an introvert, I feel in a lot of ways me coming home and, like, nobody expects me to do anything has, like, been great. Mm. But I know that, like, for people that are extroverts, like, this is a really hard fucking time. So I'd love <laughs> to know your perspective of of that through the lens of this card. Yeah. Um, I'm very much a person that I get energy by being around people that I love. And I usually plan my days around, like, spending time with people, collaborating with people. Um, so I think now I'm definitely having to kind of, like, reach out to people and, and still try and maintain these relationships but like through a distance and it's been kind of beautiful like the people coming out of the woodwork and checking in on you that you haven't spoken to in years and um so that's been really nice um reconnecting with people that you don't normally talk to um and so I think yeah I'm still trying to be as generous as possible with my time um and like calling people that might not be extroverts because you know they're home and they're cooped up and they're maybe isolated and so I'm you know making that extra step to like okay how are you doing speak to me people see that's such a see that again like that's just like such a nod to like your heart and the heart of this card and you know I also want to bring up another aspect of things that I want like your perspective on you are an artist yes part of your job and what you do is literally you at a residency is literally, like, going out and being able to put out this, like, energetic, like, singing and playing your music. And people were able to kind of come and, like, literally, like, leave tips or be there. Or, like, yeah. kind of, like, be there to, like, fulfill this need that you have to, like, have people have your art. Which is such a beautiful thing and you're so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, how, you know, and a lot of us, a lot of us are artists or creatives right. who are not having that. Like, how are you doing with that? Like, and what's... I'm sorry, I'm putting you on the spot. Like, and what's your advice for other artists and creatives that are in the same kind of like their their scales a little yeah. out of balance? It was this year. I was so excited because my residency, I I never knew how long it was going to go on for, and they were like, "We love what you're doing. We're going to let you stay on for the whole year." And so I was so grateful because Nashville is such a beautiful city, and there's so many places to play, but not a lot of them pay. And this gig was actually paying me to perform and the people that were there were really generous so it was really good for our finances um and so to have that cancel was was kind of a big blow um but I think it's given me time to um I don't know be creative in other ways and 
kind of rest up as well. Um, something that I've kind of struggled with is um, social media. And because I'm an artist, I have to constantly be connected. I have to constantly promote myself. And so when, when all my shows canceled, it was kind of like, I don't have a reason to be on social media. I can disappear for <laughs> like a couple of days. Or I, I was actually off social media for a month. And it was so like relieving to just kind of like detox from all that um did it feel like do you feel more physically so this is an interesting concept do you feel more physically imbalanced by removing yourself from something from social media mm, no it was so nice <laughs> it was it was wonderful um to just kind of not have to constantly have all that um Pressure. information thrown at you oh, yeah. and like I'm, I'm definitely fall for like comparison and like a lot of negativity, even though there's so many beautiful things about social media that I appreciate. Um, but I think now in quarantine, I've had to like make time to be creative and make that a priority where Mm -hmm. before I was like, I didn't take it for granted, but it was like always in my schedule. So I was like, Oh yeah, of course on Mondays I sing out. Like, so you know, um, so it's been nice to kind of like have to prioritize that and make time for it myself and kind of find other ways to be creative and um, still correlate with other people at a distance and focus on my music that I'm going to release hopefully this year. Because um, before I was always so busy with other things that I didn't have time to focus on my own music. So that's been really nice. It. I mean, okay, so yes, like all of that. And also, I just need you to know that I asked you those questions and kind of put you in your personal life on the spot because like... That exactly story you told, exactly what you said, is an aspect of the Six of Pentacles that I do not think gets paid enough attention to. And you hit it on the head so perfectly. This idea that sometimes when things are out of balance, the way that we find balance is by withdrawing something. Mm. We decide where we are going to put our energy, our physical energy. Um, You know, we take our, everything we learned in the cups and the wands and the swords, our our brain chemistry, like anxiety and depression, we take our passions, we take our feelings and emotions, and we figure out how to put them in balance so that physically in our, like, in our physical world, it manifests for us in a way that energizes us and doesn't take away. Mm -hmm. So we are kind of, if you picture in this card, the coins instead as your cups, your wands, and your swords, where are you putting your feelings? Where are you putting your, your, your passions? And where are you putting your anxieties? Where are you feeding that into? That's keeping you out of balance. Mm. That's such a, I'm going to say the word poignant and my husband's going to like make me put a dollar in the jar. I'm not allowed to say that word anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, it's such a poignant way of looking at, fuck you, Gabe, uh, <laughs> of seeing this card. Um, I owe $2 to the poignant jar. Three. Uh, listen, like, I love that so much. And the way that you talked about that is such like, I think, I think people are really going to need to hear that because it is such a... Sometimes when you pull the six of pentacles, people are like, oh, my God, I have to give more. And it doesn't <laughs> mean that. It Sometimes it means sometimes it means rebalance. Sometimes it means, hey, in this part of the scale, there's too much. There's too much here. There's too much pressure. There's too much of this. So you need to take some out. Mm. So sometimes this card really is about what you're taking away from something, too. That's not the right place. Yeah. And, um, I mean, what you said in in Brian's uh, episode. Horse de the horse duvet. <laughs> no, but you said that you could be the other people yeah. in the card. So, like, you know, maybe it's not about you giving. Maybe it's about you receiving what you're lacking to create balance. 
Yeah, you're 110% right. Steffi, you little tarot magician. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. Yeah, you're 100% right. You can be. And I think that people, like, they forget that they can be, you know, like, sometimes we are the people in the card. Like, sometimes Mm -hmm. we are the ones that have to ask for help. And that's such a, like, oh, my God, you're so right. Like, it's such a thing on your heart, right? Like, it's so hard to ask for help or yeah. for things and I'm really bad at it. I'm not a person that asks for help. Right. And well. this other dude, the green dude, is just waiting <laughs> to get help. And that's yes. also a very hard thing to situation to be in. It is. Because he's just so witnessing right. this other guy getting all the money and he's just waiting on his money. Oh my gosh, interesting. Okay, so what what would you say if you pulled the card and you were reading it and interpreting that way, what would you say to the person you were reading for? Because that I need I, I need you to keep saying things. Oh, I don't know. Um, like what advice would you give? Because that, okay. So I have to tell you, you're doing me a favor because I feel like this person right now waiting to receive something. And like, I want to, I want your opinion on this. Ooh. I mean, like I've, I've definitely, I don't know how to read for other people, but I can definitely tell you that I've been the person waiting. Like when me and Brian got married, I could, I never imagined our immigration process. Um, it, it took almost two years and so I waited for my green card and I was literally stuck I wasn't able to do music I wasn't able to work I wasn't able to get my license I was physically stuck in so many ways um but there's there's something so beautiful about waiting because like I mean I'm I believe in God and I believe that he has a plan but it's like once I got my green card all the things that I was waiting for happened so perfectly and so like in detail and everything just worked out way better than what I could have planned for. So I feel like like good things are worth waiting for. And so like this guy, he doesn't know what's coming for him, but it's going to come and it's going to be wonderful. Okay. So what a beautiful way of seeing this card. I have, okay. I, perfect, perfect, perfect. Because I've never thought about it that way ever once. And it's so perfect. Cause I mean, like I'm here right now, I'm waiting for this thing, for this result, this physical result of something to happen physically. And I don't know for sure when or if or how. And it is it is a very vulnerable, scary place to be. Heartfelt waiting for something that you want so badly in every other cup, wands, swords, whatever. To be in this position where you're just waiting for it to manifest in that physical way. Um, and it is this... Oh, God, like, it sucks. But there is this beauty in the waiting, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that is like that is a lesson from the Six of Pentacles I hadn't considered, and that is 100% the thing you've just taught me. I'm just sitting here like, yeah, it is. There is this beauty in the balance of waiting because if you just got everything you wanted right when you got it, it wouldn't be balance. Mm-hmm. There is this need to wait. Yeah, because, like, sometimes, like, you don't know, like, the outcome that comes from the waiting or, like, the blessings that you can find in the waiting in a way I don't know no I love that (laughs) the blessings you could find at the waiting perfect I mean oh my god like that's gonna be a that would be if I could trust Gabe to write things down I tell him to write that down so I can write it down later (laughs) but he doesn't do it um I'm gonna have to write that down I I I mean like okay I have to be honest like that has changed the way I'm gonna read this card from now on when Mm -hmm. I pull it I pulled this card earlier today really yeah I did um which is why I like I've been, like, prodding you, like, because I'm like, okay, tell me what you think, because I'm confused. Um, that's no, cool. that's that's great, because I am. I am in this person's position. I am in this kind of, like, okay, like, I'm here, and I'm present, and I have found the flow of the energy, but I'm not getting anything, so I'm just going to sit here and wait. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and in a way, like, like, seeing this other person get rewarded, I feel like, is a way to look at it as, like, like, if it can happen to this person, it can happen to you, too. Ooh. 
Yeah. You know? Because they're, they're, like, you are in balance. Like, you're both human. That's great, too. Gabe, tweezer that down. <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing it. Um, <laughs> Steffi, oh, my God. Thank you so much. This is, I mean, what a, like, I'm just sitting here. I'm truly just like, ah! <laughs> yes! This is great. This has been a really wonderful night for tarot for me. Oh, I've got horse duvets, <laughs> sixes. <laughs> Yeah. Waiting. <laughs> this is so great. And I so I want to give you the same chance. I know Brian said close kin last week, which is you're involved with too. Yes. But you also have an EP. Can you yes. tell people about your EP and where they can find it? And um, I have to tell you, like, I still listen. So I listen to your song, Parachute and Compass, all of the time to the point. I listen to it today to the point where Betty, my youngest nanny kid, I was like, you listen to Shoot? And compass, like oh. they know all the words. So oh, that warms my heart so much. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to see the music video, Jacqueline and Gabriel are in it, and they are so beautiful. In I it. make out with Gabe in a pool, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cold. Like, I felt so bad. You just had to jump in an ice cold pool. It was Brian's birthday, and I ate his cake. Yes, actually, Brian, do you want to know a secret? I'm ready to tell you now. I was never going to tell you. Oh my. I never ate any of that cake. I was I was too busy in the cold pool for the music video. I never got any of your birthday cake. I'd like to think that it was out of, you know, solidarity. You, yeah, no, like you didn't want to eat my birthday cake. No, birthday. I was I was jumping in a pool with my clothes on. But yeah, okay, sorry, Steffi, go back to you. Um, no, you should y'all should check out the music video because they're absolutely beautiful in every way. I'm so happy I asked them to be in my music video. Um, that kind of like, sp- like was kind of like the beginning of our friendship, which I am so so grateful for. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my name is Steffi Geraldo. I have an EP called Steffi Geraldo. Um, <laughs> and there's uh, two F's in her name. Yes, S T E F F I and Geraldo with a J. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spell it in the in the show notes. <laughs> um. But yeah, it has my music on there. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, on uh, Apple Music, on YouTube, you name it. Google um, Play? Google Play, <laughs> yes. And apparently some Japanese <laughs> streaming service. Just Hell yeah! To, uh, shout out to Japan. Um, I no. think I have a couple listeners. Oh, yay, good. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that they had a like their own streaming platform i shouldn't be surprised but i just got out of there um when are you getting on title no i'm kidding i'm on title are you on title i'm on title whoa you and beyonce yes um (laughs) but yeah i do um like pop singer songwriter (laughs) i don't know anything about title (laughs) (laughs) just steffi and beyonce yes (laughs) only (laughs) what an honor Queen herself. <laughs> Queen Bay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so dumb. <laughs> you're not dumb. Gabe, you're going to have to look up title. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so you can, we can find you on Google Play and Tidal and iTunes and Spotify. Yes. That one the, Japan one. Yes, all the music <laughs> platforms as far as I know. My music should be on there, um, and there are some music videos on YouTube, and 
hopefully we'll have music out this year as well so yes i'm so excited steffi thank you thank you thank you so much for having me yes and i mean like you and ryan gave me your whole evening to come do this and i'm so excited and you brought banana bread yes (laughs) with chocolate chips and walnuts she's so kind yes i allergies are real people i've (laughs) school food it's so scary and we have to end the podcast on that there's no more important message allergies are real Gabe out. (laughs) But Jacqueline in. As we all know, this is the part of the podcast where I come out and Robin Hood the rich. I am coming in for the collective reading. Um, (laughs) Steal your intuition. Um, That's not right. Anyway, here I go. This fucking week, (laughs) our energy is the reverse Knight of Swords. Um, You know... I I get this card comes up in a lot of ways, but I understand that the message of this card, the reason it's come up in reverse is because I'm taking it in a non-traditional route. This is the message I am getting here in channeling. Things are going to seem to start going backwards a little bit. We're going to start forgetting things. There's going to be this draw, this magnetism towards going back to what was normal before things, before everything happened. And I think the biggest lesson here is don't fall for that. Do not fall for it. The, this virus is not going away. It doesn't matter that we have politicians opening things up. Things are not going back to normal yet. Um, and it's very important that we understand that. I just want to say now, I woke up this morning. Um, Georgia reopened last week. And I woke up to a article online today that said that in the last week, there have been 999 new cases of COVID-19 and over a dozen deaths in 24 hours from it. And that's all because Georgia opened too soon. Like, I get it. Like, I also want to go antiquing and back out into the world and eat at my favorite restaurants. But here's the deal. I also don't want to die. And I don't want others to die. And, you know, I'm in Tennessee. And we're one of the states where our governor, motherfucking Billy, is also trying to reopen things. And, you know, and it's not even just, I guess, particularly about the virus but that I'm talking about. It's about everything. We have learned so many things despite everything that is happening. And going back to just normal would mean forgetting all of the things that we've learned and all of the things that we know now and all of the ways that we've changed. And yes, there's this draw to normal, but reject it. The message is reject it. Keep yourself safe. Stay home. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. You know, don't let normal become a thing because what we had in normal was putting people at risk because we considered them less than because they weren't part of like a higher echelon of society. That's not okay. We, we've we made this progress, at least like energetically and mentally and spiritually seeing what things do matter to our government and what things we can no longer stand for. And while they may want us to go back to what is normal because normal served them or normal served some other purpose for someone that wasn't you, remember you and remember your family and remember those close to you and do what is best for them. And that is the reverse Knight of Swords this week. It's not just pertaining to the virus, but that is a huge component of it. And I just think it's really important for us to remember as we go forward. Um... You know, I absolutely should have said that's the beginning of this whole spiel, but I 
loved getting to interview Steffi. Um, she just has the biggest goddamn heart of any person I've ever met and is just very, very genuine. Um, listen to her music on iTunes. You will hear it. Uh, I, I truly cannot say enough kind and amazing things about her. Um, and Brian, too. Um, they've become some of our best friends. And to get to have them on sequentially like that was really awesome. Also, I want to address the fact that for the last three weeks, we have been in a fucking six. Uh, that's bonkers crazy to me. I I love the fact that that's something that happens on this podcast. And I just really want to kind of tap in and tell you guys that like that is something to pay attention to. We have this um, amazing number coming in on us and really you know, making it evident that we're in this kind of six energy. And, you know, six is is all about the heart. It's all about emotion and feeling. And, you know, remember, go back to the lovers. It's all about the choices we make and being a mirror of ourselves and a mirror to others and, you know, doing things that are from the heart. And so I just hope that we take that with us because, yes, the collective reading is the reverse Knight of Swords, but also we've been kind of in the swirl of sixes, and that can be a really beautiful thing if we let it be that. On that note, if you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and comment or review. Um, it helps get the podcast out to more people. I'm hoping to make it back into the top of the charts in New Zealand. Um Big thanks to my husband who edits this whole thing and made the theme music and is just a genuinely kind, bald human. Uh, and I'll be back next week with another amazing episode. Bye. Bye.